solo mente. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to a Wednesday edition, the hump day edition of the Locked On Texans. I am your boy, John, some sports guy, Hickman, excited for today's episode. Also excited to let you know about the NFL Locked On Channel's NFL preview, the ultimate season preview, which we're taking you through every team in every division with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker. Follow the ultimate season preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. If you haven't tuned in, go ahead and tune in. We end this Thursday. I can't do this show by myself. Won't ever even think about doing this show by myself. It's the Wednesday edition of Locked On, and I'm joined by my boy, none other than Cody Davis. Yes, sir. And on this Wednesday installment of Locked On Texans, hey, it's the first week of the regular season. So John and I are Woo! going to start looking at what's lie ahead for the Houston Texans. As you know, we take on the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday inside NRG Stadium. So me and John are going to do a quick preview. Then to close out this latest installment of Locked On Texans, we are actually going to give you guys some quick news and notes regarding the Texans and their roster as they head closer to week one against the Jacksonville Jaguars. But to get this Wednesday installment of Locked On Texans kicked off, ladies and gentlemen, David Cully on Monday officially announced Tyrod Taylor as the starting quarterback for your Houston Texans. Now, that's not a surprise, but what might be a little bit of a surprise is knowing that there is a possibility that Tyrod Taylor will be entering, will be making his debut with the Houston Texans missing not one, but two important weapons that would actually help him be somewhat successful here in the city of Houston. And of course, I'm talking about the absence of Anthony Miller and the COVID restrictions that has presumed right tackle Charlie Heck on the COVID-19 list. Now, Charlie is a vaccinated player, so there is a possibility that he could come back for Sunday's game. But, John, when I take a look at these two players, I'm looking at it without a doubt, Anthony Miller. Now, the reason why I'm talking about Anthony Miller to talk about the weapons that Tyrod Taylor is going to be, be without is because Miller actually made his return to practice on Monday. And I had an opportunity to watch him in practice. He looked good. He looked in shape. And this is a guy who missed the last two and a half to three weeks of practice because he sustained a slight separated shoulder during the Texans preseason opener against the Green Bay Packers. We all know that he left that game early. And when you take a look at this Houston Texans 53-man roster, he is one of five wide receivers that is on this roster. But, John, and listeners, I know we are all excited about the arrival of Anthony Miller. I've been high on Miller. John, you've been high on Miller. But even though he was back at practice on Monday, John, I'm hoping to death that the Texans are not rushing Anthony Miller to get back out there on the field. Because when I take a look at Miller, I'm looking at this from two standpoints. One, I'm looking at it from a standpoint from himself that he is in a contract situation. And Miller Very was... True. I, I can't remember if he was a second or third round pick, but he was a high draft pick, a top 100 draft pick during the 2018 NFL draft. Miller has yet to live up to the promise that he showcased that made him that high draft pick for the Chicago Bears. And 
there is a small chance where if he comes back and he, he comes back too soon and he is not the guy that we are expecting him to be, then he's going to put himself in a situation where he's going to have to sign a one-year proven deal at a discounted rate, rather than be here in the city of Houston or with another team that could possibly kind of deter his career moving forward. And plus, when I take a look at this from the Houston Texans side of things, look, everybody was surprised that they let go Kiki QT. And regardless how you feel about QT, that primary slot position came down between Anthony Miller and Kiki QT. When I take a look at these two guys, and once again, I am high on Anthony Miller, but I know one thing was for sure for certain. With Kiki, with Kiki QT, we knew what type of player we was getting in him. After Bill O'Brien left in those seven games, this is a guy that had recorded 38 catches for 389 yards and three touchdowns. When you compare that to Anthony Miller, a guy who played the entire 16-game regular season with the Chicago Bears last season, 49 catches, 485 yards, and only two touchdowns, that's not too much of a big difference when you compare his production to Kiki QT. We all know, and, and trust me, I was truly believing that QT was actually on the verge of a breakout season if he had an opportunity to stay here in Houston. But, John, I understand it. Anthony Miller can be a big part of the Texans' offense for this upcoming season, especially when you consider that Tyrod Taylor will have a missing link to the weapons that he can actually use. But I'm hoping that the Texans are not rushing him to get back out there on that field. I suspect Houston will look at calling one of those uh, right receivers that they brought in and put on their practice squad. You know, before week one, you you can't go into a game with four receivers. So they're, they're, either they're going to bring somebody in that they've been scouting. Danny Amendola was brought in for a practice, uh, for a tryout. And so, you know, insert your, we're not the Patriots of the South, you know. Uh, but they have to look at bringing in one of the one of those guys that spent the entire training camp with them and learning this offense and what this team wants to do, if not for one game, for the rest of the season. I do want to move forward, you know, stick to the same side of the ball, but switch gears a little bit. Charlie Heck being out, and I think that's very important as well, Cody. Let me tell you why. You got Christian who can, you know, come in at right tackle. He played some time at, at that position throughout the entire a preseason when it was his time to get his time to get called. Marcus Cannon has not played this season. Well, off offseason, preseason, of course. And from what I'm seeing and believing, Cody, stop me if I'm wrong. Even with his progress, doesn't look like he's going to be ready for the next couple of weeks. No, no. Uh, and I'm sorry to cut you off. We actually had an opportunity to hear from Marcus Cannon on Monday, and he did not sound like a guy who is ready to go out there and play, especially for this season opener against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And there you go. There you have it. So with that being said, you're looking at a team that wants to run this ball. You're also looking at a team that head coach has really given praise to Charlie Heck. And we've seen his improvement from year one last year during his rookie year, to now. Kudos to James Campen. Another reason why Mike Devlin, <laughs> you guys should be happy he's out the door. There is a development there that we haven't seen in Houston since he was in town. But I will say this, for Tyrod Taylor, not having him at right tackle, whether that's in a position where you want to hand the ball off, whether it's Ingram, Johnson, uh, Lindsey, Phillips, or just that protection – somebody that knows your tendencies and you've had that opportunity 
to be out there on the field with more times than not, that's also alarming. Consider this. Houston takes on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And we know how athletic that front four is, that front seven is. You got Josh Allen. You got Kavion Chase. You got uh, Malcolm Brown. You got a lot of Miles Jack, who they may use in different positions. You got a lot of athletic, speedy, defensive players on that opposite side of the ball. And do I believe Charlie Heck is one of those guys that can hold his own for the entirety of a game? No, and that's fair. We haven't seen much of him to, to, to feel that way. But do I think Charlie Heck is the best option now that we know that Marcus Cannon isn't going to be around for a while? And the backup to Charlie Heck, because Charlie Heck is a backup, so the third string technically – Come on, man. I don't, I don't I don't want Tyrod Taylor to be out there or Davis Mills at, at some point or any of those guys that running back on the quarterback position to be out there and not have the best option to protect them uh, moving forward. So when we look at this offense for Tyrod Taylor, who was announced to be the start of week one, the opportunity to play with Anthony Miller, that's been snatched away. The opportunity to be protected by Charlie Heck, who has shown his improvements, that's been snatched away. You got to ask yourself and wonder, how will Houston look to change the dynamic of this offense to tailor it to where not what the offense needs, but where the offense is right now? And, John, really quick before moving on, I do want to say this is why I thought it was very damaging that the Texans let Roger Johnson go. Because Roger was a solid backup. And plus, he was a guy, an offensive lineman that could interchange between left and right guard. They no longer have that dynamic. Plus, I'm very interested to see whether or not um, Titus Howard is actually going to start the season at right tackle now since since Charlie Heck is gone. Yeah, you go into a game one with four receivers, five run backs. You're down an offensive line, a couple of offensive linemen, possibly. Now, Charlie Heck can't come back, but, you know, he has to test negative twice. Houston, this is not the I way to start your season. But with that being said, it is that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron field to start the football season. As always, you guys know it. Bet Online is your number one spot for all of pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds and the props and contests, including the online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest or the world-largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. Open now at betonline.ag. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champions, Buccaneers, and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. Bet online, guys, is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And don't forget to use promo code Locked On. Welcome back in, everybody, to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Texans. Hey, Really quick, before we move forward, you're watching this. Share it to your friends. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Let's get this 40 subscribers up to 100 
by the next game, game two. I think we got a lot of time, Coach. We can do that, right? We got yeah, some most strong, definitely, man. We got strong listeners. We got some good listeners. We, you, you guys love us. We love you. Go ahead and get that subscriber button. Hit that subscriber button. And I got to tell you, when I look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, there is a lot of opportunity. I believe Houston can go into this game to get after and hit Trevor Lawrence. Before we talk about that, of course, we're going to have our crossover show with the Locked On Jaguars, and you guys are finally going to be able to see Cody and I and Wigan. Uh, Wiggins go off on one another and have the time of our life. But when I look at this Jacksonville Jaguar, let's talk about the obvious, right? First-year quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, the golden boy, Sunshine, uh, one of those generational type of quarterbacks. First-year head coach, Urban Meyer, Ohio State, Florida, the same guy that runs from scandal. Uh, every time he gets the opportunity, and then he gets sick, and then he goes find another job. Uh, then you look around the the team itself; a lot of building of what they wanted to get rid of. So they they built a new foundation. One in fifteen last year had the opportunity to go get the guy that they want. And what we are hearing is a lot of different things. People want Trevor. I'm sorry, Urban Meyer to be more of Urban Meyer and not be the coach that is walking on eggshells a little bit due to him not being in college anymore, making that transition to the NFL. But I want to look at some of the things that people may not be spreading light on, Cody, if you don't mind. First and foremost, Andrew Norwell, Cam Robinson. Norwell has an elbow injury, I'm sorry, and Robinson has an ankle injury. They are both expected to play which is good. Uh, Trey Herndon, he will be out, their backup corner. Andrew Wingard will actually play. Marvin Jones and DJ Chalk are all expected to play. So I'm going to look at that for Houston. But uh, when I look at Norwell and Robinson, I think this is a prime matchup for Lovey Smith. Now, Cam Robinson mm-hmm. has not been that good of a pass blocker. This is his Third year in the league, I believe, and he hasn't been that good. That left side actually struggled in preseason. And what we've seen with our team here in Houston is they're the total opposite defensively. You've had games where you had three or four sacks. You've had games where you had forced fumbles and you've been able to get after the quarterback consistently throughout the game, right? Whether that had been with your first string, second string, or guys trying to make that cut on your third string. I think this is an example where Charles Ominahu, uh, Whitney Merciless, uh, you know, however many, how much playing time he gets, Ross Blacklock, Jordan Jenkins, Jacob Martin. I think all of that front four should be looking at the opportunity to say, hey, this was just not a part of our preseason performance. This is something that we believe we can carry over for 17 games or so throughout the regular season. And I think this is an opportunity where if I'm doing a checklist, if I'm looking at, okay, if I break down, I got the Jaguars on one side, I got Houston on the other side, checklist. Who do I, who do I think wins this? I think that's a, a, a – you can check Houston for the mark of their front four beating the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, front five. And I also want to transition a little bit over to look at what Jacksonville has to offer. Marvin Jones and DJ Chalk will be – a matchup problem for this secondary that will not have Bradley Roby for this first game. That's something that we cannot forget. Uh, when I look at Marvin Jones, his time in Detroit, 
couple of thousand yard seasons. I think he had a Pro Bowl, a couple of Pro Bowls out there. Uh, great hands, able to get into space. And DJ Chalk is one of those players that can do everything at the wide receiver position. And Houston has done in the last two weeks, Houston has brought in several defensive backs, signed them to their practice, excuse me, practice squad, and brought them up, switched the players out that they had. And we do not have faith in Vernon Hargraves the third. We don't really have faith in the secondary as a whole when we look at the cornerback position without Bradley Roby. So once again, if I'm looking at the checkoffs of who can win what matchup, I look at that for Jacksonville. Ultimately, what I get when I look at you know the grand scheme of things and I say, how can Houston win this game? And I believe that they will. It will come down to that front seven, flying to the ball. I think the coverage from their linebacker core, which we hadn't had an opportunity to see play all at one time, I think that's been a point of emphasis for them throughout training camp and practice. But if I could pick a star, it wouldn't be one player. It would be collectively that front four getting at the Trevor Lawrence and Lovey Smith looking at his deficiencies, what he saw in preseason with that offensive line and Trevor Lawrence himself and saying, hey, you know what? As great as this guy can be and probably will be, he's still got a lot to work on in, in this league right now. Let's get after him. Let's knock him off his rock a little bit. Let's make him uncomfortable. Uh, hit him, but don't hit him where you get a penalty. Make his job a whole lot harder. And they still have to account for James Robinson. I think he's an X factor for that team. But overall, Lovey Smith has to have a plan to make that quarterback situation very difficult for Jaguars, for the Jaguars. Sorry. And John, to your point, yes, you know, the loss of Bradley Roby is tremendously big for this defense, but it's because the Jacksonville Jaguars are entering this game with a weakened offensive line. I think that's going to work wonders and actually help the Texans secondary because let's not let's not forget that this is going to be Trevor Lawrence's first game in the NFL. And I think this guy has a bright future, but he is going to have a problem playing behind a weakened offensive line with the players that you just named on the Texans defensive line. Charles Aminahu, Jacob Martin, um, Jordan Jenkins, like those guys will be coming for Trevor Lawrence, which is going to make his day inside NRG Stadium a, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to go ahead and say a living hell for his very first game. And when you put a, 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 a un- experienced quarterback in those pressure situations there's going to be times he's going to make some questionable decisions to try to get rid of the ball a little bit sooner in order to avoid a hit or or in order to avoid a sack and that is where the play of Lonnie Johnson Jr. Justin Reed Desmond King that is when the play of the Texans secondary is actually going to come in because yes they do not have Bradley Roby for this very first game and just to refresh you guys memory he's still he's serving the last game of the six game suspension that was handed down to him last season um with him and Will Fuller um due to the um PED policy but that is going to be very huge for the for, for the Texans you you go after Trevor Lawrence put him in those uncomfortable situations put him in situations where he's going to be rushing to make decisions that is going to be huge for this Texans secondary it's, it's actually going to help them a little bit more than what we think the football season is back. Let's make the most of it with a better way to create your custom pool at runyourpool.com, the premier sports pool hosting service. Run Your Pool makes it ridiculously easy to run a football pool with family, friends, or office mates. 
They offer dozens of formats, including Survivor, Pick'em, Squares, Margin, The Confidence Pool, 33, and much more. Run Your Pool hosts formats for NFL and college football with one-week games, full games, playoffs, or the Super Bowl. Unlike other fantasy sports platforms, Run Your Pool has options and settings to make it your own. You can even brand your pool for your local business, bar, or restaurant. Reconnect with friends or join nearly 2 million people, football fans, to make every game action-packed this season. Check them out today and get $10 off at runyourpool.com slash locked on or use your promo code locked on at promo code. I'm sorry, at checkout anywhere, everywhere in the world. Run Your Pool helps find friends, colleagues, and you guys can compete. The NFL starts September 9th. Start today at runyourpool.com slash locked on and have your pool up and running in minutes. Runyourpool.com. Did you know Bill Bar has nine delicious flavors? And when you talk to a Bill Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know about Bill Bar flavors, you're missing out on flavors like mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, salted caramel, and much more. There's something for everyone. And if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Bill Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. 17 grams protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams sugar, and only 4 grams net carbs. Order today and get that raspberry or that mint brownie or whatever you like. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So, Cody, before we get out of here today, let's talk about some news surrounding the Houston Texans. Of course, we know that Tyrod Taylor has been officially named the starter for week one. I don't know why I took that long, but <laughs> we're here now. He will be number five, will be number one on the dev chart. Houston did bring in free agent kickers Michael Bagley, Michael Badley, I'm sorry, and Joey Sal for workouts on Monday, according to Aaron Wilson, a friend of the show, a Sports Talk 790. Now, right now, kicker, Texas kicker Kaimi Fairbairn is working through a minor injury, but he is still expected to play in Houston's season week opener, season opener against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, of course, we talked about Anthony Miller, who is returning back to practice after missing some time due to the injury against the Green Bay Packers. And right now, Cody, are we in a state of emergency for Houston ahead of week's one game? Got guys out. You got a coaching staff that's trying to put together and be an identity for this team on both sides of the ball. Like we, I think we're pretty confident in what the identity will be for the defense, whether we, you know, whatever our expectations are, exceeded or not, I think we know what the defense will be this year. But offensively, we know that they're going to run the ball. We know that this is going to be a ground and pound uh, type of team. But with the, with the missing pieces – We've talked about this throughout the entire preseason uh, up until last week. Has anything changed, whether that be the amount of wins we suspect or just the overall makeup of this team? Has anything changed for you to match up against the Jaguars? Um, not really because, you know, you start taking a look at concerns when you start taking a look at, like, whether or not things change. 
I look at that from a standpoint of, you know, what was your expectation for this team? Now, for the, you guys who don't know, I actually have had this team winning five games for this upcoming season. John, I think you had them winning three. So, you know, with this, oh, you five, you went up to five now? No, what? no, no, no. That actually... five was for you. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I said you I had, had them winning five. five. Games. I, I think you had I them had winning, winning three. three games. Okay, okay, good. I had them winning um, three games. You know, I, I wouldn't necessarily say emergency because it doesn't matter if you had them winning five games, three games, or, you know, for the few people who think this team is about to go 0-17, nobody is expecting anything from the Houston Texans for this upcoming season. So I wouldn't necessarily say anything changed, but what I would say is, you know, given the makeup of this 53-man roster, and I think I talked about this last week as well, especially knowing that you're going into the season with five running backs. You you have five wide receivers. I'm going to say three because Andre Robinson, he's just a return specialist at this stage in his career. Um, I think he's he a will guy definitely who only get recorded. some time on Sunday. Yeah, but he only recorded, what, 10 catches over the last two seasons, which is not good at all. I, I just don't know how to feel about the Andre Roberts situation. Plus, um, he missed a boatload of training camp himself due to some knee issues. So I don't even know he if did. he's coming into the season 100%. I mean, I'm hoping that they actually call up Jordan VC or Chris Moore. Maybe I will feel a, a little bit more comfortable saying the Texans will, will win this season opener against Jacksonville. But, you know, at the end of the day, for me, John and listeners, it doesn't change much for me. You know, if anything, I am, I, I'm not as confident as I once was in the offense because I thought at least this would be a decent offense because I don't believe that Tyrod Taylor is a dub type quarterback. I don't think he's this terrible quarterback that people are making him out to be. You know, first and foremost, I kind of think it's a little bit unfair to judge him because we really haven't seen Tyrod Taylor get a fair chance since 2017. And he really hasn't been a starting quarterback in this league since I, I believe it was in 2018 when he started those first I think it was five or six games for the Cleveland Browns and even then he was you know manageable to say the least but you know it, it, it doesn't change much for me John because at the end of the day we're not expecting much from this team I will say this I, I do expect Houston to run a bunch of 12-man personnel two tight ends on the field uh, that'll give them some of the relief of not having the bodies at receivers, but having the bodies at tight end. And I think that's going to work out. I can see Houston really trying to use David Johnson and Rex Burkhead in these passing concepts. Oh, and to that point, I, I do want to mention this really quick. David Cully, I believe on Friday, did mention that he would like to use um, Brevin Jordan as, yeah. you know, to, in, the, in the passing game more so than not. Yeah, and I talked about that uh, earlier, I think a couple of days ago on, on the mm -hmm. last podcast, and I've talked about it throughout the process of this preseason with his speed, body, his size, and his hands. I can see them using him like a Jimmy Grant, which is why that 12-man personnel for Houston will probably work wonders. You know, we're going to continue to see how they come up with this offense with five running backs. Thing like five running back, five running backs and four receivers. Yeah, okay. We're three. gonna see how much this sex. Three receivers. Three. Three. I'm, sorry. I'm counting three. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna see how much sex they can really have. I am John, some sports guy Hickman. Thank you guys for checking out today's show. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans. Like us on Facebook. Take the time. Use them same hands. You doing a follow and like. Go to YouTube. 
Type in Locked On Texans. You're going to see my face. going to see Cody's face. Hit subscribe. Let's get those subscribers up, fellas. And ladies. Let's get them up, ladies. Yes, sir. And once again, my name is Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are locked on Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.